Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 1526, and I'm Dr. Neil, your host of the show. Welcome back to another special Friday edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I answer your questions. On the other days, I read health and fitness blogs to you, kind of like an ongoing audiobook, and always with my commentary at the end. Now, if you're wondering about my credentials and about my background and why I call myself Dr. Neil, definitely check out the first Q&A episode from earlier this month. But for now, I'm going to spare you from all of that background information and get right to today's question and start optimizing your life. Hi, Dr. Neil. My name's Cher Eisenberg, and I'm calling from Tucson, Arizona. I'm a very active and fit 53-year-old woman. But why I'm calling you is I'm quite stymied by what to eat the day after extreme workouts. So we're talking very fast, five plus hour mountain hiking. And what can I eat to recover from such an activity? The next day, I feel worn out and like I just can't get my food right that next day. Also, I'm vegan. I'm a listener of your podcast and so enjoy it and look forward to your answer. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Hi, Cher from Tucson, Arizona. Thank you so much for taking the time to send me your question and thank you so much for your kind words. I'm so glad you find this show helpful. And in fact, this is a perfect question based on not only last week's Q&A, but Wednesday's show from Eric Leia, where we discussed eating to recover. That was episode 1524, by the way. Now, I'm gonna start with general sports nutrition recommendations based on the American College of Sports Medicine guidelines. Then we'll talk about adapting these recommendations to a vegan lifestyle. Now, I realize, Cher, that you were asking about recovery, but proper nutrition and hydration, pre-workout and post-workout, are important. So let's start with the pre-workout strategy. According to the American College of Sports Medicine, before the workout, the goal is to consume both carbohydrate and protein especially if you're performing long-duration activities, consuming both are really important. 
Now, when it comes to fat intake, I'm basically gonna skip over this because there aren't specific recommendations for fat intake other than the usual stuff we hear. You know, things like choose healthy fats like omega-3s and monounsaturated fats and so on. So when it comes to carbohydrates, how much do you actually need to consume before the activity? It's recommended that one to four hours prior to starting the long duration activity, aim for one to four grams of carbohydrate per kilogram of body weight. Okay, so let's say someone weighs 125 pounds. To convert this body weight from pounds to kilograms, which is what we need in order to do this math, we divide weight in pounds by 2.2. So let's see, punching this into my imaginary calculator. Okay, we see that 125 pounds is equivalent to 56.8 kilograms. Or let's just round up and say 57 kilograms. Since the recommendation is to aim for one to four grams of carbohydrate per kilogram of body weight, this means that at the very least, the goal is to consume about 57 grams of carbohydrate one to four hours before your activity. Now, based on this calculation, if we were to multiply this out and again, base 125 pound person on our recommendations, we would say 57 kilograms, which is 125 pounds, times up to four grams of carbohydrate. That would mean the person could eat one to four hours before the activity up to 228 grams of carbohydrate. So you really just need to find what works best for you. You could have as few as 57 grams of carbohydrate one to four hours before the activity or up to 228 grams of carbohydrate. Oh, and for perspective, 57 grams of carbohydrate would be about two slices of bread. Now, these sources of carbohydrate, whatever you choose, should be low in fat and low in fiber. This will help prevent any gastrointestinal issues when performing the activity. Now, protein. When it comes to protein pre-exercise, there is no specific recommendation. The recommendation is basically go ahead and consume some lean protein along with carbohydrate one to four hours before the activity, but that's basically it. Now, as far as hydration is concerned, the goal is about two hours before the activity, drink 16 to 20 ounces of fluid. What about during the activity? Okay, again, share in your case, since the duration of your activity lasts for hours and hours at a time, ensuring that you properly fuel your body over this period of time is important. So when it comes to replenishing carbohydrates, the recommendation is to consume 30 to 60 grams of carbohydrate per hour of activity. This will help keep your energy levels up. Now, when it comes to type of carbohydrate, the same rule applies as before. Aim for low fat and low fiber carbohydrates. When it comes to protein, there aren't really any established protein recommendations during exercise. That's because the research studies that have been performed were inconclusive. Instead, it's more important to eat protein after the workout to help heal the muscles. But I'll get to that in a moment. When it comes to hydration, the goal is to drink three to seven ounces of fluid every 15 to 20 minutes if possible. And lastly, and possibly most importantly, what to do after the activity is over. It seems that post-workout or post-activity nutrition may be the most important for recovery, along with, of course, stretching. When it comes to carbohydrate refueling, try to get in another one gram of carbohydrate per kilogram of body weight. So again, if a person weighs 125 pounds, 
that would equate to about 57 grams of carbohydrate. Aim to consume these carbs within the first 30 minutes of completing the activity. Then, consume another 57 grams of carbs in another hour. Repeat this for the next two hours, so four hours total. Now, what's great about consuming carbs after the activity is that they help absorb any protein you eat at the same time. So speaking of protein, after the activity, aim for about 20 grams of protein within 20 to 30 minutes of completing the activity. There is a specific amino acid called leucine that might be even more beneficial after the activity. Some studies have found that proteins that are full of the amino acid leucine may improve muscle repair and muscle growth. And again, consuming carbohydrate along with your protein source improves the body's absorption of protein. The American College of Sports Medicine also says that most people can meet these carbohydrate and protein needs without supplementation, even those that follow a vegan lifestyle. I'll get to that in a second though. Water. Now, as I mentioned in my commentary on Wednesday's episode, the best way to know how much to rehydrate is to weigh yourself before and after the activity. The goal is to drink about 20 ounces of fluids for each pound of body weight lost during the activity. What's interesting is cold drinks, so those between the temperatures of 40 to 50 degrees Fahrenheit or 4 to 10 degrees centigrade are absorbed more quickly than warm or room temperature drinks. And in fact, cold water is usually recommended in hot weather to help lower body temperature. Okay, so what can we recommend for those following a vegan lifestyle? Luckily, there are many vegan carbohydrate options. So that's something I probably don't need to go into a whole lot of detail about. Now, when it comes to protein, luckily, there are vegan sources of that oh-so-important amino acid, leucine. In fact, beans, lentils, nuts, and seeds are all good sources of leucine. Now, for those that aren't following a vegan diet, all animal-based products contain leucine. Now, what about those meatless vegan alternatives like I talked about in last week's Q&A? Those, again, I would use sparingly just because we don't have a whole lot of research to know what happens over the long term when we consume those foods. So I would try and consume as close to the real whole food as possible. Now, finally, what about taking a multivitamin in order to help with recovery? The American College of Sports Medicine says that taking a multivitamin and mineral supplement is not needed just so long as your diet isn't too restrictive and you're consuming enough calories each day. But in your case, share a vegan diet may not contain enough vitamin B12, omega-3 fats, calcium, and iron. So you may want to discuss these with your doctor or a registered dietitian nutritionist. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash 
health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Thank you again so much for the question, Cher. Now, if you want to submit a question, you can just email it to health at oldpodcast.com or you can call in your question just like Cher did by dialing 61 I love OHD or you can submit your audio question at oldpodcast.com slash ask. All right, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for sending me your questions and I'll see you back here over the Halloween holiday weekend where your optimal life awaits.